It is easy to be thankful when things are easy, but is it possible to be thankful in difficult days? The Old Testament prophet Daniel lived in a dark time in Israel's history, far away from home in wicked Babylon. And yet, this faithful man exemplifies a life of gratitude from beginning to end. Scott Pauley takes us to Daniel today to learn more about being thankful in difficult days. When you think of great Bible passages on the subject of thanksgiving, typically your mind goes to the Psalms uh, or to one of the passages in the New Testament that deals with giving of thanks. But this week, I want us to examine a most unusual portion of Scripture as it relates to giving of thanks, and it's found in the Old Testament book of Daniel. Uh, recently, I was reading through the book of Daniel again, just devotionally, and it was striking to me that here is Daniel living in a very difficult environment, living through one of the most difficult seasons the people of God had ever endured. And yet twice in the book of Daniel, both of them in the context of, of real persecution and difficulty, we find this word thanks. And I've been meditating on this thought that I think one of the great secrets to Daniel's life of victory for all those years was that he was truly a thankful man. Think of this. Daniel lived through the entire Babylonian captivity. I mean, he went into the Babylonian captivity as a young man. Seventy years later, he comes out on the other side, an old man. How do you stay right with God in such a wicked environment through all of those years? How do you stay pure? Uh, how do you keep your spirit excellent? Well, I think the key to dealing with difficulty, with persecution, with darkness, is that you have to live every day with a heart filled with gratitude to Almighty God. I want you to mark these two passages in your Bible, if you will. The first is found in Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2, of course, you'll recognize when you get there, uh, is the portion of Scripture where Nebuchadnezzar is trying to get his, his dream interpreted, and no one can interpret it. We know, of course, that Almighty God can interpret all things. He's the one who gave the dream to start with. And uh, we know the rest of the story. God's going to take care of all of this. But when you come to Daniel chapter number 2, Daniel begins to pray. Oh, he begins to seek the Lord. And then when you come to verse number 23, we read these words, I thank thee. Isn't that a beautiful expression? Mark it in your Bible. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might and has made known unto me now what we desired of thee, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. He said, Lord, I know this is your doing, and I thank thee. I wonder today, what has God done and what is God doing in your life at this moment for which you just need to stop and say, Lord, I thank Thee. All of the circumstances may not have changed. Maybe you're still, you're still living through a dark season. But can you just stop and say, Lord, I thank Thee. Can you see God in the middle of what you're dealing with? Now, the second occasion where you find this word thanks in the book of Daniel is found in Daniel chapter 6. So if you turn over a couple pages... Same book of the Bible. Uh, Daniel is now not a young man as he was in Daniel chapter 2. He is a much older man. And in Daniel chapter number 6, he's dealing with another king. Now it's not Nebuchadnezzar. Now it is Darius. You remember the story. And uh, Darius signs a decree that no one should uh, pray to any god for 30 days. We know the verse, Daniel chapter 6, verse number 10. Uh, we refer to it as dealing with a, 
the subject of prayer, but did you ever notice the praise in it, the thankfulness in it? Listen to Daniel 6 verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. I must confess to you, I have preached from this passage, I've taught this verse, and for whatever reason, I've just ignored this expression and gave thanks before his God. We talk about him praying with his windows open towards Jerusalem. We talk about him continuing his prayer life, but this is marvelous. He continued his praise life. In the midst of persecution, with the threat of death, knowing that there was a conspiracy to take him, instead of growing cynical and skeptical, instead of getting bitter, what is he doing? He's giving thanks before his God. So from beginning to end, from start to finish, if you look at the life of Daniel, I believe that one of the great open secrets to a life of victory and to the joy of the Lord in his life was this. He kept a grateful heart. I've often quoted Dr. Bob Jones Sr. who said, that when gratitude dies upon the altar of a man's heart, he is well nigh gone. May I ask, has gratitude died on the altar of your heart? We're told in the New Testament, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We're told to rejoice evermore. We're told to give thanks always for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that doesn't just mean when things are going well. No, that means in the most difficult circumstances, we're supposed to give God thanks. Now with that in mind, I want to walk you through both of these portions of Scripture this week found in the book of Daniel and show you this life of gratitude in the most difficult times. Let's begin in Daniel chapter 2 today, verse number 17. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. May I just pause and say this is desperate. I mean, they are under the threat of death. Verse 19 of Daniel 2, Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. What's he doing? He's blessing God in Babylon. Remember I said you can give thanks in difficult seasons. You can give thanks in the dark moments of life. Well, here he is living in Babylon, this idolatrous nation, living under uh, the scrutiny of godless men and the threat of death. And what do you find him doing? Blessing God. You see, praise doesn't just work in Palestine, my friend. Uh, this is not just something you do in Jerusalem at the temple. Uh, no, giving thanks to God is something you can do anywhere. So wherever you are geographically today, wherever you are circumstantially, financially, physically, wherever you are emotionally, you can pause right now and say, I thank thee, Lord. I give you thanks and praise. Notice what he blessed the Lord for. First, he blessed him for his mercies. The Bible said they were desiring mercies of the God of heaven. Do you see the plural there? We're told in Lamentations that his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. I must tell you that in recent days, I've been struck more and more by the mercy of God in my life. Oh, how wonderful God has been to me. And all of it, all of it, not some of it, all of it is just His mercies. And so today we should bless Him for His mercies. Not only that, but Daniel blessed Him for His answers. You see in verse 19, the secret was revealed. God answered His prayer. Now, what is it God has answered in your life? 
If you don't have definite answers to prayer, maybe you're not praying definitely. And so make a list of definite things for which you're seeking the Lord, and then as God answers those prayers, stop and give Him praise and glory. You can bless God in Babylon for His mercies, for His answers, and then ultimately for His attributes. Not just for what He does for you, but for who He is. You see, that's what doesn't change from Jerusalem to Babylon. All these attributes of God wrapped up in these verses. For example, He is a high God. He's referred to here as the God of heaven. Uh, we, we see here that He blessed His name. Think on the name of God today that never changes. What a good God we serve. Then His eternality. We, we bless the name of God forever and ever. Why do we bless Him forever and ever? Because He lasts forever and ever. We bless Him for His wisdom. We bless Him for His might. So that is uh, both for the wisdom, the knowledge that He gives, and also for the power that He shows. Oh, the list could go on and on. But you can bless the Lord wherever you are today. You can give God thanks in the most difficult seasons for His mercies, for His answers, and for His attributes. I want to challenge you, whatever Babylon you're living in today, stop right now and bless the Lord. Thank you for joining us for this study of God's Word. We hope you will set aside some time today to give God thanks and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey. You may visit scottpauley.org for additional helpful articles, resources for living the Christian life, and a full archive of all of the broadcast episodes. May God bless you and make you a blessing today.